Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Never Stop Building podcast. I am your host, Sam Kaufman. We're in episode two. Um, so look, we're going to get um, we're going to be interviewing some, some pretty awesome guests. Uh, today, you're stuck with just me, but be prepared. We've got interviews upcoming with some heavy hitters. Uh, I think you guys are going to love them. So, so look, um, what I want to talk about today um, is a topic that I've talked about for a long time. Um, and I want to talk about sort of uh, understanding and, and being the CEO of your own life. And I want to talk for a minute. I'll talk about what that means and why it's important to me. And I think why it should be important to you too. So look, so um, there's a big transition becoming the CEO of your business. And we talk about these, like we talk about chief executive officer and we talk about um, chief financial officer and these sweet C-suite positions and uh, people. I know that we talk about them in a very business-related sense, but I think it is more important to understand them in a personal sense. And so here's what I mean by that. So when I started my business, I was a cabinet installer. It was me and another guy in a broken down Chevy Express van and a bunch of tools. And what we did was we went out and we installed cabinets. And so did I own the business? Sure. On paper, uh, legally speaking, I owned the business. Uh, So do you own your life? Sure. On paper, legally speaking, you do. And I went out every day. Um, I woke up at five. I left the house by six. I got to the job site by seven. And I installed cabinets until there were no more cabinets left to install. Uh, If that meant getting off at four, great. More often than not, it meant getting off sometime between 7 and 10 p.m. And I did that for a couple of years. And that was on the heels of doing that at my last job already. So I didn't step into, um, you know, holy crap, like owning a business. I I walked into, I remember the, the guy who came with me when I started my business. I remember one time he made a comment before launch. And he said, man, I can't wait for this because, you know, we're finally going to get normal hours and this and this. And I looked at him and I said, dude, uh, like, like I already knew what we were in for. Um, I I did my research. I knew what business ownership was about. I've I've been an entrepreneur in a sense for many years before I started this particular business. So I was shoveling snow as a 12 year old, um, knocking on doors, selling services, negotiating prices. So I've been like this my whole life. So anyway, I said, dude, you got this way backwards, man. Like if you thought 10, 11 hour, 12 hour days were long, like this is about to get real. Like I understood what I was in for. Uh, A lot of people don't. A lot of people see flashy business ownership, CEO, they see the money and the cars and the bullshit. And like, they don't, they don't see. And and really, because I don't think people document often enough uh, what this is actually like. So anyway, so that was my, that's what owning a business was for me. I was a technician, right? I was a tradesman. Um, and I don't really care what you do for work. 99% of you are probably living a technician style 
life right now where you think that there's some next level there, there somebody else is in charge of your life your boss is in charge of your life or your wife or your husband are in charge of your life or your parents are in charge of your life or you think even worse you think your bank account is in charge of your life and i hate to break this to you you are in charge of your life exactly where you're sitting right now um, is a direct result of the work that you did six months ago or didn't do six months ago. So anyway, so I'm a technician and I'm working all these hours and hours and hours and hours. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Like, right. I'm, I'm a business owner. Um, I talk to other business owners and they seem to not have to do this. I don't know. Right. So, so what I did was I hired somebody, I hired a third person. I said, look, let me get some help. You know, and in true entrepreneur fashion, I had a third person. I said, well, now I, now we can do more. So I took more work. Oh, fuck. All right. I need a fourth, per, fourth person, fifth person. Now we have a second van and tools. And I love growing and scaling. I do. I am legitimately addicted to it um, to the point where, and I'll share this with you all another time, to the point where I almost scaled myself out of business. Um, I will share that lesson with you all at some point on this podcast so that you can avoid scaling yourself out of business. Um, but I've had to reel that back in for myself um, a couple of years ago. So anyway, talk about being the CEO of your own life, right? So at some point, I, I'm scaling my business and, and I go and uh, I go. My wife's a property manager at this time and she works for a guy, really cool entrepreneur guy here in Charleston. And my wife wins a trip to the um, NARPM convention. It's the National Something 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 Property Management Yearly Convention in Hawaii. Now, I've made some money over the last few months owning my business for the first time ever. I'm, a, I'm scared to spend it, right? So, like for any of you that, that don't know, too, like for the first two years I owned my company, I paid myself $500 a week. My wife and I lived in a shitty apartment with our two kids. We had a broken down Mazda 626 that we shared, and I lived out of a broken Chevy Express van. So I was not prepared to spend money to go to this Hawaii trip, but we talked and we were like, you know what? Like, how many times do we win a trip to all I had to do was pay for my plane ticket? We were like, fuck it. Bought the plane ticket. We go to Hawaii. And um, I'm around all these real estate and property management professionals, owners, and entrepreneurs. And like, it hits me like a ton of bricks that I, I'm not a business owner. I own um, a really difficult job and it pays pretty good, but it's fucking hard. Uh, and, and I'm like watching all these, these people. Now I'm 25 years old at this time and, uh, or 26 or whatever. And um, I mean, I don't know why, but this guy comes up to me and he sits down and he starts talking to me. He must have seen how like ridiculously depressed I looked at this uh, luau dinner thing was going on. Like my wife's talking to her coworkers and boss. And I'm like sitting by myself, like looking like I want to get out of there. And this guy in this big ass cowboy hat um, from Texas comes up to me and he starts asking me questions. And man, I, I can't explain why I did this, but I got extremely open and honest with him about where I was at, where my business was at, what my life was at. And um, he shared a book with me called The E-Myth uh, by Michael Gerber. And the book um, goes into, so I ordered it right then and there on Amazon. He shared with me that this book changed his life, changed his brother's life. His brother was like the chiropractor, owned the chiropractic firm that treated the Dallas Cowboys. Um, 
was telling me all these success stories with people. So you've got to read this book. Got it. So I read the book and the book basically, um, the e-myth basically dives into the difference between being a technician, being a business owner, and it dives into processing and proceduring your business um, almost like a franchise model so that it's scalable where you're not stuck in these rut positions, constantly doing the technician work. It's about hiring. It's about processes. It's about repeatable processes that you can do over and over and over and over again to either scale or scale at least enough where you're not in that role anymore. So I read the book. I make a decision. Anyway, um, long story short, I, I make a decision to transition to CEO into business owner of my company. And it was hard. It is emotionally challenging to become the CEO. It is physically challenging. It, and I'll tell you, physically challenging. Yeah, it's physically challenging going from doing something every day for 12 hours to not doing that every day for 12 hours. I gained 100 pounds. Okay. I gained 100 pounds good, turning into the CEO of my business. All right. It was emotionally and spiritually. I, I was really good at what I did. I was not really good at being a CEO. This was a new role. This was a, this required a new human. This required a new mentality. This required a new work schedule. This required a whole new level of self-accountability that I wasn't ready for, but I did it anyway. I did it anyway because I knew that I would never get my business to where my dreams were if I didn't figure out how to make this transition. And so I did. And it took me a couple of years. I didn't do it in three months. I didn't go from small cabinet install company to seven-figure renovation company in a couple of months. It took building. It took, it, took, it took a lot of emotional and spiritual education to get to that point where, and I'll tell you like to this day, like there's some days that I'm not sitting in the CEO role. There's still some days where I still have to, I got to get into the day-to-day. I got to have every time we build, every time we grow and we scale, I have to step down from that for a small period of time, ramp up procedure. Like I hear like real business owners and those guys talk about it all the time. Like sometimes you have to sacrifice time and money and you've got to do things that you're not used to doing. So if you're CEO for a little while, you got to step down and do some shit that you haven't had to do in a little bit to, to break that ceiling and make it your new floor. Okay. And hear that again. Our goal here is to break our current ceiling and create a floor out of it. Okay. So I say all that to go into this. In this process, I realize, holy shit, not only do I have to be the CEO of my business and understand that it is on me to grow, it is on me to be accountable, it is on me to set my schedule, it is on me to lead people. I realize I have to do this in my life. And so in the transition into becoming CEO of my business or CEO in training, and um, what I realized was I wasn't the CEO of my life. I was overweight. Um, I was kind of depressed. I wasn't spending time with my kids the way that I wanted to. Um, I, was, I wasn't taking charge. I wasn't leading myself. I wasn't leading my family. I was leading my staff. I was really good at that. Um, that's, you know, always been one of the skill sets, but I had to lead my, my, my family and myself as well. And that's where this comes in with being the CEO of your own life. And I have to say like so many people run around you. I, I talk to people all the time, whether it be in a mastermind or here in town or a stat, old employees, new employees, 
And I want to say too, so like transitioning into CEO of my business, I lost staff in that process. Not a ton, but a few. Transitioning into CEO of my business, I have fucking family members who still don't understand what I do. No matter how many times I tell them, yeah, I run the business. I focus on leadership, growth, and scale. They go, right. But so how do, when, do you, when are you uh, installing the kitchens? I don't install kitchens. Oh, you do the bathroom stuff? I don't install or demo bathrooms either. I have um, an entire staff of people. Uh, we have um, like dozens of installers and we have a dozen office and sales to, I don't do that. Oh, wait. So what do you do? Right. So I have, I have literal family who don't listen to me and understand what it is I do on a day-to-day basis. And I'm telling you that to let you know and warn you ahead of time that when you make the decision to be the chief executive officer of your own life, that's going to happen to you too. You're going to have friends who don't understand why you're not coming out to drink. You're going to have friends who don't understand why you're going to bed early so you can get to the gym early in the morning. You're going to have family members who don't get it, who don't get it, who don't understand why you're setting boundaries. Because I'm sure that a lot of you have negative family members who are not helping you grow. You're comfortable with them. You like relying on them. You think y'all are tight. They're not there to help you grow. They're there to fucking baby you and you like it. But you go home at night and you think to yourself, man, I wish things were different. Man, I wish I was more independent. Man, I wish I had more money. Man, I wish I could blow through this ceiling. Man, I wish I was in better shape. Man, look around. Look, who are you leaning on? Who are you leaning on to get the information from? Who are you? Are you in charge or are they in charge? And I'll tell you right now, if you're running around, you do not have to own a business or be an entrepreneur to live that way in your life. You don't have to do it. If you're sitting there listening to this and you're thinking, well, I'm not that kind of person, you do not, this is not about business. This episode is about your life. This episode is about what you're not doing. And what you're not doing is taking responsibility for the things you are responsible for and giving up responsibility for the things you are not responsible for. Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel anxious often? Do you feel like you're spinning wheels, not sure why you can't quite get to the thing that you've been obsessing about getting to for years? You're not doing the work. You're sitting over here worried about things that are not your fucking problem instead of over here where things are your problem. That's what CEOs do. CEOs dedicate their time to the things that are actually their problem. And those things make the biggest impacts on the future. The day-to-day minutiae shit I get it. We all have to go food shopping. We all have laundry to do. We all have, some of us have kids. I got two kids at home. I got three dogs. I got a cat. My wife will foster a dozen animals at a time. I got family all over. I get it. I get it. I really do. And I'm not saying that it's easy. What I'm saying is with proper preparation and the right mentality, it's very simple. Okay. And I'm still figuring a lot of this out for myself. I'm not sitting here talking to you as someone who has fucking nailed this. I haven't nailed it. What I have done, though, is I have forged and fought my way through some of the hardest transition periods in my business and my life. I lost that 100 pounds. 
I'm in the best shape of my life right now. Okay. I spend time with my kids. I spend time with my wife. I'm still figuring out how to do all this well, but I'm doing it. And it's taking years of education. It's taking making the right friends, setting the right boundaries, joining the right masterminds, leaving the wrong ones. I take risks. That's what you need to do. And it doesn't have to be major risk. It doesn't have to be business level, massive financial risk. It has to be, it's risky to get up at 4.30 in the morning and hit the gym before work. The risk is you might be real fucking tired tomorrow night and the next night. And the next, I get it. The risk is some of your low level friends might fucking tease you. Oh man, why are you doing that? Your family might give you shit. It's about saving your money. This is about this is about never stopping the build. Okay? Never stopping the build. We build and build and build and build. And you know what happens to buildings? They get old. They need renovated, restored, sometimes torn down and rebuilt. This happens to our lives as well. Sometimes we've built a building that doesn't fit us anymore. Sometimes we've built a building that has grown mold. There was a leak in the pipes that we didn't catch. We didn't do the best job we could have on the foundation, the framing. Things are at a level. Things are at a square. Things are cracking. Things are breaking. You see it. You know it's happening. And you're afraid to fix it. It's time to fix our house. It's time to never stop building. It's time to go into growth mode. And I don't, doesn't have to be, we talk about growth. Growth could literally be exercising twice a week for 30 minutes. Growth could be taking a walk every day. Growth could be making one better, healthier choice in your meals every single day. Growth could be ditching one negative family member. No, I'm not coming over for dinner this week. I'm going to take that time and try to connect with somebody who can help me grow. It doesn't have to be major, massive, insane. It might get there one day. It doesn't have to be there today. So I wanted to share all this with you. I wanted to talk to you. I want, I want this podcast to be a place where you can come and listen, take some tactical information, get some stuff going, and start locking into this mentality of never-ending build. There's no finish line to this thing. And if you think that there is, that's a huge contributing factor to why you're so stressed out. You think there's some secret, some finish, some end. There's not. We never stop building. It never ends. And that's the beautiful part about this whole thing is that it never ends. Life can continue to get better and better and better and better. And when bad things happen, we have a solid and strong foundation to support ourselves. That's all I got for you guys today. Hey, thank you for listening to episode two. And uh, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Your Life's Next Level. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Remember, it's always a good time to take your life to the next level. Until next time, friends. Friends.